Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Episode 44. You know how it is in life. Sometimes you're riding along feeling really good, and all of a sudden, clear out of nowhere, boom, you get knocked flat on your back. Well, that's what happened to me in this episode. I'm still riding the gratitude high, and in the first part of this episode, that's what Em and I talk about. In the second half of the episode, I realized it's not all going to be easy, and I had to get back up off the ground. Em and I sat on my patio. The birds are busy today. It looks like my bird feeder is O'Hara International Airport. They're coming in and out so fast. It's about three-fourths of the way through December, and Christmas is just around the corner. And yet my rose bush has bloomed. The lavender bush is in its full glory, and the rosemary and basil are dancing in the southerly breeze. Em had iced coffee, and I had my Texas-sized iced tea. We sat quietly for a few minutes. Our drinks were on a small table between us. There was a serene smile on Em's face. Do you know it's impossible to be grateful and sad at the same moment, Ray? A grateful heart cannot be a sad heart. People who regularly practice gratitude recover more quickly from high-stress events. Gratitude is like a free vitamin pill. You can call it an antibiotic. It provides many health benefits like sleeping better, improving relationships, and it even helps our immune systems. I started a gratitude journal after Peter died. I do it nearly every day and have for over three years. It has made all the difference in the world in my life. My downtimes don't win the day, Ray. Gratitude always comes out on top. From personal experience, I sleep a lot better. Try it for a week. Nathan and I are going to New York. We're going to take in some plays and just have a good time. Good for you and Nathan, I said. I detected a bit of jealousy and envy in my voice. I hope she didn't catch it, but she probably did. Em gave me an impish smile. I'm grateful, Ray. See you in a week. I'm already looking forward to hearing about your gratitude journal. Mind if I cut our meeting short? I've got to get ready for our trip. We hugged. Em said ciao, and off she went. This time I knew where she was heading. I started keeping a gratitude journal, and it seemed to be helping me. I feel better when I practice being grateful. I was becoming more aware of small things I previously overlooked. I was grateful for a clear blue sky, cooler temperatures, a mockingbird sitting on top of a bush. The more I worked at being grateful, the more gratitude took root within me. I started saying thank you to everyone. I began expressing gratitude for the smallest of favors or kindness I received. I text him, today is the third Sunday in Advent. Thank you for encouraging me to start a gratitude journal. It's making a difference. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow and hearing all about your New York City adventure. I was riding a hitting streak, or a winning streak, whichever way you want to call it. I figured I had this grieving thing beat and I was going to clear the final hurdles within the next few weeks. I was excited. 
until, about an hour or so after I text him, it happened. About an hour or so after I text him, an emotional storm struck. It wasn't just any old emotional storm. It was a high-octane, high-powered, high-velocity emotional storm. It knocked me flat on my back. I struggled to get to my feet. My suffering hadn't left me. I was still grieving. It was waiting for the right opportunity to strike. I wasn't prepared for the emotional storm. I couldn't shake it. It wouldn't let up. It was like one wave after another of huge lightning strikes and echoes of loud, loud thunder, nearly happening instantaneously. My eyes filled up and tears started to wash down my cheeks. There was no end to them. I tried to think about what triggered my emotional storm. It was Michael Bublé's song, Close Your Eyes. That's all I needed, and boom, it struck without warning. I needed fresh air. I opened the door to the patio and walked into my sacred space. My tears continued to flow. I did not understand what was happening, why it was happening, and how much I continued to misbehave. God, how I wish this storm would end. I'm not sure how long I wandered in the yard. I picked at leaves. I wiped my eyes and nose on my sleeve. At some point, I felt the storm beginning to ebb. My tears slowed and came to a stop. I went into the house and into the bathroom and looked in the mirror. Did I look horrible? Jeez. My eyes were red. I hoped they would clear before I saw M. I heard M's ringtone. I answered. M is quick to respond. You okay? I had one of those intuitive feelings that something is wrong, Ray. I explained what happened. I told her about the trigger. I left the details out about wandering in the yard. Learn to dance with it, Ray. If you don't, you'll be stuck. That's all you got, Em? Learn to dance with it? What do you mean, learn to dance with it? Your storms come with the suffering you're experiencing, Ray. You're going to have to try to find the good in suffering. And if you don't, Ray, it will eat you alive. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. It's all up to you. The storms will pass. And don't forget to let gratitude win the day. Em was making me go solo. She was helping me to gain confidence to go on without her constant guidance. That is the way of a great mentor. I thought about Em telling me to find good in suffering. Is there any good in suffering? Suffering gnawed at me the way a dog gnaws at a meaty bone tossed its way. If I could shake it off, I'd gladly do it. Suffering is as much a part of me as my hands or feet. Babe always told me to learn from my most severe critics. She said that telling me the truth will only help my writing. I grudgingly listened to her. She was right as usual. Is suffering my most severe critic? What does suffering have to teach me? I wish they didn't sign up for this course. I think I was forced into it. I asked myself, what can I do with my suffering? How can I make something good come from this pain? I'm looking forward to my conversation with Em. Surely she's going to teach me how to dance with suffering. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It really just shows you how life is. You're riding high one moment, and boom, you get knocked down. And on the other hand, you get knocked down, and before you know it, you're riding high again. It's the ebb and flow of life, much like the tides. 
one of the lessons I've learned is to hang in there. Just hang in there, and you know it's going to get better. And that's what I hope you're doing, hanging in there, believing and knowing that it's going to get better, because it will, guaranteed. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience, I want to share your grieving experience with me. Please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. Have a great day, stay strong, and never quit, never give up.